me fuel, give me fire, give me that which I desire. Hello and welcome to a Metallicast Mini. I am your host and fellow Metallica fan. My name is Brandon. It has been a while since I've done a mini episode, but I figured since the Helping Hands concert was last night, the All Within My Hands Foundation benefit show was last night, the live stream, the epic acoustic live stream was last night, I figured I would record a short little something, giving a breakdown of the event and give my two cents. You know, my original plan was to watch it live and then immediately record a reaction episode. Uh, I did not watch it live. 5 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time is a hard time for me to tune in with my daughter doing dinner, bedtime, all that stuff. So I had parroting duties to get to. But the great thing about the live stream was that if you purchase a ticket, you could watch it at any point within the first 48 hours. So I watched it later in the evening. And then when it was all done, I got ready to record. And I realized, shit, I am drunk. I recorded something, listened back, realized that I was a bit slurry on some words, deleted it. So it never sees the light of day. And here I am the following morning feeling well rested, refreshed, and ready to record my thoughts on what was a fantastic live stream. First and foremost, of course, this was for their charity, which I already mentioned, the All Within My Hands Foundation. If you want to find out more info, if you want to donate money or time, if you have the means, then please check out their website, which there is a link to in the episode description to see how you can get involved. Uh, I'm not going to go into all the specifics that they do. Uh, if you watched last night, then you I'm sure you saw plenty of videos that break it down. Their website breaks it down way better than I could as well. But the gist is that they help with disaster relief, workforce education, hunger, and other things here or there. But those are the main three. So with all that said, there were different tiers of tickets that you could purchase with 100% of the proceeds going to the foundation. If you purchased the $75 one, I believe it was, you got to be part of a virtual fan wall, at least for one song. Uh, I know somebody who did this and they actually were kind enough to record their thoughts on the experience, which I will share with you in a little bit. But first I wanna do a rundown of the set list. They opened with Blackened 2020. Not a surprise. I think a lot of people sort of predicted they would start with this. It's really the only thing that they have released music-wise during the pandemic. Yes, they released SNM 2 but that was not recorded during the pandemic. Uh, they, of course, did the driving concert as well. Uh, you know, they've been keeping busy for sure. But Blackened 2020 was the first and one of the really only things that they've recorded uh, that was remotely new. It was a new arrangement anyways. I, I thought the live interpretation of it last night was quite good. Uh, in fact, I kind of enjoyed it better in the live setting than I did uh, when they originally released it, not knocking 
the arrangement, but it was not one of my preferred acoustic arrangements of theirs. But I really thought it was a great way to open the show last night, and it was a really solid interpretation. From there, they played a new acoustic arrangement, Creeping Death. Would not expect this to work as well as it did, but it was fantastic. Uh, then a couple oldies but goodies when a blind man cries. I love this Deep Purple cover so much, and I think it's a perfect song for them to do acoustically, and they nailed it last night. The Unforgiven, sort of a, a go-to for them as well, especially in recent years. Both these songs were performed last year at the first ever Helping Hands concert, but then we got a new one, another one I did not expect now that we're dead. And I got to say, in terms of hardwired tracks, I, I love this song. I do. I love this song. But in terms of hardwired tracks that they've been performing live, uh, this is probably their most overplayed with the exception of Moth into Flame. Uh, so I was not exactly like, oh, yeah, I cannot believe they're playing this song. But, you know, my lack of excitement at first was quickly canceled because I thought this was a real highlight of the set. Uh, I thought the acoustic interpretation of it was just really well done. Uh, really solid arrangement. I've only listened to these songs once, uh, but I have the MP3 download. So I'm looking forward to going back and revisiting these songs and spending more time with them. And then they closed out the first half of the show with Turn the Page, Nothing Else Matters, and All Within My Hands featuring some offspring of Ulrich and Hetfield, respectively. Now, I thought it was weird that they were doing a little break, doing a little intermission, but it all made sense when they came back and they had their electric instruments. It was a full-on Metallica show from this point forward. They started with the Spolesbowl Heroes, which if they had just played the straight-up Master of Puppets version, would have been a real treat. But they made it even more special. They took the acoustic arrangement and played it electric. So they took an electric song, rearranged it for acoustic, and then played that arrangement electric. You still with me? Does that make sense? All right. And then one thing that's always so that has always been so great about their acoustic shows in recent years, whether it's Helping Hands last year or uh, the Bridge School Benefit Conscious they did with Neil Young previously, they do such a good job of choosing what seems sort of random like random cover songs and performing them and debuting them and adding new ones to their repertoire and last night was no exception they covered house of the rising sun a 1960s classic about vietnam from the animals uh always been a fan of this one and i thought it was a perfect song for metallica to do uh not necessarily an expected song but a perfect song nonetheless and then they follow that up with this was a real treat wasting my hate a deep cut offload completely unexpected but it was so awesome to hear that song live for the first time in years i, I i'll have to check metallica.com to see the last time they performed that uh but i imagine it was probably back on the low tour Maybe the Reload Tour, but probably definitely not since then. And then they close out with three Metallica standards, For Whom the Bell Tools, Master Puppets, and of course, Inter Sandman. I thought from start to finish this was a really solid set list. Um, I would have liked, if anything, 
more surprises, more new arrangements, but the ones that we got were superb and it was a really solid, solid set. And I completely understand that sometimes you just have to play some standards like Master Puppets and Inter Salmon. And truth be told, I do not get tired of hearing those songs in a live setting. Master Puppets is my all-time favorite Metallica song, so especially that one, uh, I do not get tired of hearing. One of the really cool parts about the show, too, was the, I mentioned before, the fan wall, this virtual wall where you could uh, pay a certain ticket price. I believe, again, I believe it was the $75 ticket. And for at least one song, like I mentioned before, you could watch the band perform. And it was so cool because you got that audience reaction in real time when a song was completed. And then in between every song, Metallica is interacting with select fans. And you can hear the chatter of the fans. It was as close to a live audience as you could possibly get in this COVID-19 world. And like I said at the start, uh, a buddy of mine, Deacon from the Deacon and Co. Show, who you can follow on Twitter at Deacon and Co. Show and on Instagram, same thing at Deacon and Co. Show. Uh, he bought his ticket, appeared in the virtual wall. It was so funny because during Nothing Else Matters, I saw him and I'm texting him. I'm like, hey, Deacon, I see you on the virtual fan wall. So cool. So he was kind enough to record a couple minutes uh, about his thoughts. Please uh, also check out his podcast again. Deacon and Co. Show. You can find it everywhere you find Metallicast on Apple, Google, all that good stuff. And then give them a follow on social media, and you can, uh, it, there's a link to it in the episode description. He was kind enough to have me on his show a while ago. We talked probably for about an hour, mostly Metallica talk. Check it out if you have not yet heard it. So I had to repay the favor, get him on to talk about his experience of watching. The Helping Hand Show. So here is Deacon from the Deacon and Co. Show. Hey guys, what's going on? It's Deacon from the Deacon and Co. Show. Uh, just wanted to come on and give you guys a uh, reaction and uh, recap of what happened tonight at the All Within My Hands Foundation concert pay-per-view presented by Nugs um, that Metallica hosted tonight. I was pretty, as a, you know, a standpoint as a fan, I'm thinking about the year that we've all had and, you know, the limitations of what musicians and artists out there can do, uh, you know, as opposed to performing, making music and whatnot. And, you know, this the huge hit that this industry is taking, obviously, and it relies on so many different sources. Metallica is powered through to give us that light that there is, you know, a hope that at the end of this, we all got to stand together, you know, hang tough, and, uh, you know, we'll get there together, and we'll all be jamming out at Metallica concerts soon. We're just going to hang in there. But think of the significance of that they've done so far this year before this concert. And I bring this up a, a bunch of times, you know, a big topic of my show as well. You know, Metallica Mondays, awesome, like amazing. Uh, then you had the release of S&M 2, you had the drive-in concert, and now the pay-per-view concert, which is just unreal because there's nobody else out there that's doing this. It's The heavy metal game has to, always has gone to Metallica, but now, for this instance, now you could really see the difference of why Metallica is the best, and they continue with the showmanship, even tonight. 
nobody was off, taking it to a different level of a heavy metal band, again, showing us the side of dealing, you know, like, okay, let's do something else and tackle this in our career. Okay, let's play with the orchestra, unreal. Now let's go acoustic on some of these things and see who bites and see if it sounds good. And if you're a fan, you're a fan. But it was really good. You know, there was the only takeaway from the actual concert itself is that they did not play one, which I don't care if... It's, you know, whose Metallica concert is, one has to be played, especially right after Veterans Day and just such a huge war song and crazy. But other than that, spot on performance by everybody. I actually got a chance to get on the wall, the virtual fan wall, and it was really cool because I got to see, you know, I, I wasn't paired up with, you know, my neighboring, and I'm from New York, so it's, you know... I wasn't paired up with, you know, neighbors, but I could see people from all over the world, and it was so cool that everybody tuned in just to see this, and it was, you know, really something special. Uh, but having the whole experience of what they did, it was really well done. Again, hats off to them. Like, everything is just top showmanship always. Um, and again, you know, I want to thank you guys for listening, and Brandon, thank you so much, too. Huge inspiration of mine. Really great guy, Brandon Metallicast. I'm always on board for whatever he's got coming up next. And uh, again, this is Deacon from Deacon and Co. Show. And guys, take care. Thanks, Deacon. And again, check out the Deacon and Co. Show on social media and give the podcast a subscription, a download. At the very least, check out my episode. If you like this show, you're going to like that episode at the very least. Come on now, guys. Uh, Please be on the lookout for a written review of the Helping Hand show last night that I'll be doing for MetalTalk.net. Of course, we'll send that out on social media when it's published at Metallicast Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Tomorrow, I have the next full length coming out, episode 46, with a man named Eric Braverman, who did a lot of work for Metallica. He was part of their inner circle, personal friends with the band as well. He did So What magazine for a number of years. He was on the road with them, traveled with them, and he has some insane stories to share. And he has a lot of unique firsthand experience to talk about some controversial topics like Jason Newsted quitting the band, James Hetfield going to rehab. This is a must-hear episode. It is hilarious. It is a little chaotic at times, and it is very informative. He has a lot of strong opinions that he balances out with a lot of fat. Uh, so it is a must hear episode. Please check that out and be on the lookout later this week for an announcement on the next Metallicast live stream. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, middle up your ass. Yeah. Fans, not experts.